Too Many Comics, episode 189. Brooks, we, we've read a few things, but there, there's always some stuff to talk about. This is going to be quick. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we talked last week about the rumors swirling of Tom King to be pulled off of Batman. He had planned a 100-issue run. He'd always talked about that. Uh, right. Those have been confirmed, so he will be done with 85. And he is moving over to a Batman slash Catwoman book. So it's like not as threatening as we thought, basically. Yeah. I mean, I still – he's been touting the 100, 100 issue thing for a long time. So I think it still probably kind of sucks for him. But, you know, Catwoman's been a big deal at, through parts of his run. Um, so, you know, who's to say he's kind of not just like – he's still writing the character in a different book. Maybe he's using a lot of the same storylines that he had. Um so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Just to pull him off the main thing, and I have, you know, last uh, episode I joked that perhaps Bendis would pick up Batman, and goddamn it, I read some rumors that that might indeed be the case. Seriously, I read it on on one site that was kicking around, and, and I should have saved it, um, but I didn't. But it was, it was talking about the lower sales of King's Batman, and you know, bringing up these big name books is basically the reason why they brought Bendis over there. Um, so I don't know something could be in the cards. Well, I think that you know we all enjoy uh, his work in the past, and we we like giving him these like books he's he's been trying over there. He probably should be on an an established book just to be like just just do something that we know, yeah, and do it well, yeah. What about maybe... his like his like Superman book, right? What happened to that? Uh, well, uh, who do we have on the show that was talking about it? Peppos, <laughs> right? I mean, he was in love with it. So, I mean, some people are digging it. So there's one fan. Yeah. The that we know fan. of. Okay, fine. All right. Well, you got another signing coming up. I do. So Garth Ennis is coming this time around. This is so great. How about that? We got Preacher. He's, uh, he's he's signing the boys like Omnibus, which, you know, I mean, I read that book. I read a lot of it. And it, the, the, the TV show is coming out soon. But that book is dirty as shit. So, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, It's going to be on Amazon, right? The, I the believe TV? that. The, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but still. But and, and, and it's on a Saturday. The, the weather is finally nice here. So I mean, I mean, I can make that happen. But also, yeah, but that's not, that's not, I'm not the most excited about that one. Anything you want me to get signed for that? Anything? Uh, I think I just have a trade of preacher. Um, so which you know probably wouldn't do any good. I mean, if there's like a random issue of preacher around in the shop or something, that'd be cool. I guess. Because I actually had the preacher omnibus signed already by omnibus? him, so it's like well, omnibus. Uh, but yes, yeah, so like, what do I now? What am I supposed to do? Hmm. Well, whatever. Have him sign a uh, have him sign some book that isn't his and see what yeah, he yeah, says. Yeah, have him sign a picture of Roger Moore by, <laughs> <laughs> by Sean Connery. <laughs> it is worth one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> that's a deep cut to some of you but that that's a simpsons comic book guy oh yeah reference. one of the best yeah uh anyway. chris hemsworth wants to do more thor movies for marvel studios that's big of him to do that <laughs> so you know he's already done three of his own movies the character obviously has taken a big turn um with thor yeah. ragnarok i mean i think people love him now um whereas the the dark world is that what it's called yes people are kind of like uh, you know, not so yeah. much into that. It's one of my least favorite of the MCU movies. Uh, and you know, if he's going to pal around with the guardians of the galaxy, uh, you know, I think, I don't know if they necessarily need to do more Thor movies. I mean, I could see them doing that. Cause you know, at some point you figure they want to bring in like beta Ray bill. Yes. Uh, I mean, if they want to go way out there, I mean, they could, they could do one final Thor movie to do that. But 
you know, it's at some point too, when they kick around all these new characters and I was listening to, uh, I think it was the ringers podcast about, uh, end game. And, you know, the, those guys were making some good points of, you know, who is now going to be the character that just springs up in other movies like Robert Downey Jr. Did like they, you know, he did the three mm. Iron Man's and then he was in yeah. Captain America Civil War. He was in Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 You know, they've gotten to the point now where they don't need to do these full on movies you know, Chris Hemsworth can show up for a little bit and hang around with the Guardians. Uh, you know, he could pop in for a minute or two and like a another Captain Marvel or if they branch that out and do Nova. Um, you know, he's he's not just obviously not just on Earth. So it, one of those guys has to be that that character that kicks around and continues to tie things together. So why not him? So well, my money, if that's your argument, it's going to be Falcon based on him being the new Cap or uh, Professor Hulk. Being so much more relatable, is what I'm yeah. saying. Those, those are two I could see doing it. But but I did read today, today even, this is not in the notes, today, that uh, Captain Marvel has basically been positioned as the new leader of the Avengers. That's the new thing. Okay. Have you, have you seen this? Uh, no, I did not. So that's that, that's what I read. Or someone said they read. But that that's what I believe to be the thing. Yeah. I mean, I still think they jacked up introducing her a little bit. Um, yeah, it, yeah it's, it was just such a letdown in the main event, but yes. Yeah, for her being as powerful as she is, I mean, it was, you know, a disservice to, like, rush her movie in two months or a month or whenever it came out, like a month and a half before Endgame did. Uh, you know, it was just it seemed super rushed, but, you know, we don't need to hash that through again. Yeah. Rehash it, yeah, is what rehash, we're saying. that's it. Okay, that okay. That is the word. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so last time we said we were going to read Killer Groove number one, and uh, it doesn't come out until tomorrow. So we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so we are eventually going to read it. Uh, we'll tomorrow? read it the next go around. So we have no debut review this week, which is maybe a first for Well, I, mean, I guess I guess we haven't had some before, and we've just assigned each other something. But you yeah. know, either way, we, we both have read a little bit, so we can just dive right into uh, what we actually got to. Okay, so uh, Runaways 21, I assume you read this as well. I bet I did. So this is – so this book to me, the momentum has kind of slowed down a little bit. They, they, they have these arcs where it's like kind of dangerous, kind of like fever pitchy, and then not so much. And uh, so I guess you know Victor Von Doom – is that right? Is that what it goes by? Victor? Yes. Yeah. And, anyway, anyway uh, was sort of doubting you know what had happened uh, you know in terms of like his ability to, to kill and, and his humanity and then he apparently attempted suicide and then maybe not mm-hmm. that's, perhaps not that that's one of the things so day tripper is now available also on uh, Comicsology Unlimited did you know this I did not um, I think I may have bought it digitally already anyways sucker well then then I just own it if they ever take it off unlimited I still have it. Yeah, but how often do you refer to that stuff? Hmm. So, did you read it again or what? I have. I'm, I'm halfway through, and again, this is this is to me a, a, one of the great, really non superhero, beautiful comic stories where it just it just everything about it just feels to me so cool. Where it's you know it's the art is cool, the the idea of examining life and choices and death and all that and love. I think it's cool. It, I it's, do. Yeah, I think it's a top five book of mine. Um, I own it in trade, and I have a, a hardcover edition of it that is still wrapped. Um, I believe it's still wrapped in the plastic. So you know, and I've made many, many mentions that you know I collect the hardcovers of the things that I that I really do love. Day Tripper is one of those. Yeah. Um, I would love to see this turned into something someday. I mean, I could easily see it playing out in a, a limited series. 
on like a one season TV show type thing. Um, yeah, a, a perfect book, a, a lot of fun. I wish I would have was reading when it came out, um, monthly or, you know, however it was ongoing back then, that, that would have been fun to, uh, yeah, as much as I complain about having too many stories in my head, it would have been fun to sort of be hanging with every issue of that as it came out. Cool. And then uh, Punisher 11, Matthew Rosenberg. This book still is cool, dark, gritty. Um, I'm not sure because, again, the stuff he's been working on, which includes this, Uncanny X-Men, and a few other things are are, are taking some wide swings for Marvel. And the idea is they're not going to continue much longer. So how much of this is actually, you know, important or – you know, going to be long lasting, but I still, it's a well-told book to me. And that's basically all I got. And I feel like a, a real bad comic book reader. That's fine. Listen, some weeks you uh, get to a bunch and some weeks you don't. Some win, some lose. Yeah. Uh, I finished volume three of Nailbiter. So trying to make my way through all of that. I uh, got caught up on Gideon Falls. Uh, agree with your assessment uh, last week. I believe you said something about, um, you know, the book took a turn recently of of being way more interesting it was sort of like issue maybe like seven through nine it was kind of just like a you know let's get to something it was sort of you know once they the one issue where they came across the when the two stories collided um out in the field uh was when it sort of took off for me again Uh, i'm interested to see because i think this this was optioned for a tv show or something a Uh, movie a movie okay yeah i'd be real interested to see how they turn this into uh you know whatever screen it's going to be on um and i i don't i don't know how long this one is gonna go i don't think they've said yet um but i there's a part of me that is like super intrigued with 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 where it is now uh i dig the story dig the art i could easily see it branching off into like a long epic run that gets way out of control um but there was also times when I thought a Descender could do that and Lemire pulled it back in. So hopefully they keep it keep it on this track. Maybe like a 25-issue type thing. I was thinking 30. Okay. But okay. Yeah, roundabout's the same. And that's all I got to. But I did get suckered into some comicsology sales again. So at some point I will read these books. And I always say that. But I always do eventually get to them one way or another. Uh, just to add to my digital collection, picked up Watchmen and V for Vendetta. These were like four bucks. Picked up the current Catwoman run, which I believe you kept reading, right? Yes. Joel Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought that looked cool. Read the first issue whenever we reviewed it. Uh, so at some point I'll get through to that. And then pre-ordered the trades of the Kyle Higgins Winter Soldier run and the current Black Widow run. Well, so yeah, you uh, your hands full. Yeah. And that was a lot of trades for, and I probably spent under 20 bucks for them. So will we ever make good on those reviews from you? (laughs) Yes, we will. I always get around to it one day or another. Okay. Well, thank you for that reassuring uh, assessment there. All right. Well, outside of us not reading a whole bunch. um, I know. God. There there was all kinds of news. Uh, Swamp Thing trailer unleashes DC Universe's newest beast. Have you checked this out? So, yes. So it it looks scary as hell. Very, very dark. But the problem is I don't have this service and I never will. See, so here's – so mutual friend of ours texted me recently and asked um, if Doom Doom Patrol was any good. And I said – you know, what I've seen of it, it is. I watched the the first episode at one point when they had it for free for a week. Um, they, they routinely put things for free on YouTube or like to watch even on their, their streaming thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched all the trailers for the episodes. I've watched a lot of like follow-ups and 
Um, I I do watch a lot of a lot of YouTube from time to time, and I'm subscribed to DC, and they'll you know they'll do teasers for the episodes and everything. And just knowing the stories, I think it looks great and looks cool. But I still haven't subscribed to DC Universe. Um, no, and and I just can't. They eventually put Titans season one on uh, iTunes to to purchase. I'm assuming they'll do that with Doom Patrol as well. Yeah. I feel like they no. should be, you know, I get it. You want people to subscribe to it, but there's so many things to subscribe to. Yes. And I can't subscribe to them all. So if you would just like put these as they air on iTunes, I might subscribe there and even just eventually end up paying you like 25 bucks for the season rather than paying you nothing for your streaming because I don't want to subscribe to it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I do want to see Doom Patrol. You're right. I, I'm very curious about it. Yeah. So DC, yeah, and, come up with a new strategy. And, and, and Titans, actually. Yeah, and that goes for the Swamp Thing. I wouldn't mind checking this out, but I'm not going to subscribe. So, well if, well, if they put Animal Man on there, then I'm I'm going to have a, that was such a great book. <laughs> I'm have a hard time. I'm a hard time. Jeff Lear's run on that is very good. Okay, well, listen, maybe they will uh, make that happen for you and reel yeah, you in. I'm like, I'm out ten dollars. Oh, good lord! Jesus, my Starbucks orders. I do subscribe to Netflix though. And they yes. have released a Jessica Jones season three final season teaser trailer, which announced that it will be coming back June 14th. So that is in a couple of weeks, season three, the end. Um, you know, I hate that. I get all these shows are ending. I'm glad that this one still has the, the one season left and all of these are going to end with this. Cause Jessica Jones has been my favorite favorite of the, of the bunch. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree she, with you. She and daredevil are up there, but I uh, really loved her first season and put it over the top. And when I played the teaser trailer on YouTube today, when I got home, uh, the wife saw it and was like, ooh, I, I like Jessica Jones. And so, you know, she's on board too. So I expect <laughs> to crank this one out as soon as possible. And Okay, cool. So take that, DC Universe. Yeah, take that. Well, it helps when we're fans of the current people. Yeah. Uh, speaking of streaming services, so info continues to creep out about Disney Plus and the MCU series that will be uh, that will be happening. So first, Falcon and Winter Soldier we know is happening um sebastian stan keeps dropping little hints here and there about yeah, what, like what might be up for what might be going on for bucky um it's apparently going to be a a six episode mini thing um i can't see it getting too in depth uh, because like you said if if falcon's going to be captain now i imagine he'll take a bigger role in the movies and they won't use him so much to to advance his storyline here but um, you know, nothing's been confirmed. Lots of reports that it would might tackle the aftermath of Falcon taking over as Captain America. Um, you know, but I'm interested to see these two together. Um, you know, I would actually hear me out. I would actually prefer a Bucky solo series than the two of them. Just, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I would too, but we're, you know, we're obviously not getting that. But <laughs> <laughs> they haven't I think asked what I thought. But I'm yeah, sorry. there's a lot to the Winter Soldier character. Quite frankly, I would love the uh, that recent Winter Soldier and Hawkeye book that we read to be made into a TV show. That was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, okay. So yeah, do that, or do the Hawkeye series that plays off of Fraction. Although I don't know if you know. Also on that podcast, they were talking about you know taking a character from the book that they love so much, and we've we've mentioned it many times on this show. Is that uh, the book Hawkeye, the recent Hawkeye that we've seen in the books, like that that Winter Soldier and Hawkeye book, like Fraction's Hawkeye. Makes me hate Jeremy, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye so much. Because he's not the same. It's not the same whatsoever. And and even if they would try to do an, a Disney Plus series of that, could Jeremy Renner pull it off? No. I, well, it's also because the thing is, it's like because Hawkeye in the books is much more like humorous, and now we've got 
Spider-Man has now been pulled into these movies. And could you have two wisecrackers? There's no way. Well, I mean, that's I, I just made that up on the on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know, but still, maybe we can just consider Renner's stint over. I mean, he's got his family back. Well, no, I thought he was getting the show. Right, but maybe the show is just him handing it off to Kate Bishop, and you know, he's kind of just around for a little bit. Okay, that'd that would be, be acceptable, fine. right? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, the rumor of the WandaVision show is that it might give Scarlet Witch her most important comics power, which is so, uh, yeah. So 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 reality uh, warping because yes. this 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 show is rumored to be taking place in the fifties, right? Which so, is so, weird. So this is her way of like recreating their magic, I guess. Yeah, I mean, makes it a low stakes game that way to me. But 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 okay. So we don't see. Scarlet Witch and Vision until where they they both came in Avengers: Age of Ultron, right? Uh, yeah. Which was well after the fifties. Well, actually, we, we saw um, did we see Quicksilver and Wanda leaked? Yeah, at a, at a end credit scene of one of those. Yeah. Was it, 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 okay, fine, but but yes, I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. So yes, but way after. So that would imply that yes, she is she is longing for yesteryear and it's recreating a world for the two of them long ago. Okay. Why the why the fifties? And how would she even know what the fifties looks like? I don't know. Because uh, I I wasn't there for the fifties. I mean, rotary phones. Yeah. I mean, I really want this show to be good. Uh, just because I you know I'm a big Scarlet Witch fan, big Vision fan after Tom King's Vision. Uh, there I think there's so much potential here. The fifties thing is really throwing me off. Um, and I think they could use the series as a way to you know give her these powers that we could parlay into a house of M type thing. I mean, obviously they have all these alternate realities that they can start playing around with, uh, and you know, all the different universes and whatever they're thinking of bringing X-Men and fantastic four and all these people into the, to the world. Um, you know, if you start going deep in storylines, Scarlet Witch plays a major role in battles between Avengers and X-Men, which could make many billions of dollars on the big screen. So that is true. Let's advance that storyline, please. I did also read today uh, – I mean, I keep dropping all these like ad-libs that I've been reading today – that uh, they do have big plans for uh, Doctor Doom properly now. Okay. That's that's what I, I – I read that as well. And I also read that there was a possibility that uh, Endgame dropped the hint of Kane the Conqueror perhaps being a, uh, a big bad coming up. Okay. So well, here, so, they, so there's that. Here's, here's the thing. So – uh, and I think the further I get away from Endgame, and it, Endgame was so exciting of, you know, all those years of build up, um, knowing what was laid out there as of like five years ago, we knew it was sort of like leading to that point once you saw the pieces coming together. It's yeah. starting to be even more exciting now of the fact that we don't know where it's going. And like for the longest true. time, it was so exciting and that we knew we were going to have this epic battle with Thanos with all these characters. And now it's just like, I don't know what we're getting. And I can't wait to find out. I am excited. It's just... You know, let's get Spider Man yeah, yeah. out of the way. Well, you laugh. I am excited. I'm just yeah. saying. Let's start. Uh, let's get some some teasers, some official announcements. Well, I mean, we've we, we've now established that there are alternate realities thanks to the breaking of the time stream. Yes. And I'm a winner for knowing that. <laughs> and I'm pushing up my imaginary glasses. <laughs> that's <Ooh>. right. <laughs> oh, my pocket protectors there. That's that. <laughs> oh lordy. Well, I'll just move this story up too because there's been rumors this week. Uh, of a couple things. First, obviously, the, it seems as though Spider-Man is going to be a trilogy. They're already talking about Spider-Man 3 in the MCU, and the second one hasn't officially come out yet. Um, rumors have been, it seems they're already kicking around ways to make Deadpool happen. 
Um, there's yeah, been rumors that. of Spider-Man three appearance, rumors of an MC of a Disney Plus. I keep wanting to call it MCU Plus. It's Disney Plus, <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus series. Um, but then I also saw another thing today that uh, Sony is trying to get Tom Hardy's Venom to appear in Spider-Man three. Okay, so that's funny you mentioned that. So I did I did explore this theory. Rob Leefield, who invented Deadpool back in the nineties. Uh, he did weigh on this, and he goes, he said something, and I, at first I was like, yeah, do it. And then he was like, do you really think that Sony, who is not an MCU, you know, proper offering, really, it's not. It, it's a very tenuous agreement that they would get the opportunity to show Deadpool in a movie that they don't get to own this character. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That doesn't sound right. So there's that. And they'd be good. <sighs> Yeah, he makes a good point. He also owns the character, so there's that too. So we just talked about Spider-Man and Hawkeye, the two wisecrackers exist, and now we're going to throw Deadpool into the mix. Yes, we need three wisecrackers. It's going to be uh, fighting for some screen time here. It is. Who's going to be... have the funniest jokes? Uh, no one. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be a bunch of bunch of like dad jokes falling flat. <laughs> so 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 listen. But I will say. It's, if I can step all that aside, I think Deadpool does make the most natural, easy extension into MCU at this point because he's, 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 he's even though he was in the the you know Fox X Men stuff, didn't really interact with him that much. He, he, yeah. he made some just some jokes about it, but I think he would be the easiest one to slide in. And Plus, he's, his, his movies are very successful as well. And by nature of what it is, they can easily crack jokes about it. Uh, yes, you know they they played around with him going back and killing off Green Lantern in the end credits, like that type of stuff, they could very easily make some sort of joke about it. Yep. So, so do that. The table is set. Yep. Uh, and lastly on here, uh, say this just because, you know, we're always looking for new comics to read. Uh, and the, uh, the team up on this one seemed a little interesting. This is daredevil writer, Chip Zdarsky and runaways artist, Chris Anka will team up with paper girls, colorist, Matt Wilson for a new fantasy miniseries from image comics called the white trees. Series will run for two oversized issues, follows three battle-hardened warriors as they struggle to put aside memories of a bloody war from 20 years ago to join forces in search of their missing children, all while a new war looms on the horizon. First issue releases August 14th. Okay, but I, that sounds great, but I hate that it's coming out in, like, three months. Yeah, you know, at least we get a way, you know, something to look forward to. Um, but the art looks awesome. Obviously, I've loved Chris Anka on Runaways. Uh, Zadarsky's been hit or miss for me as a writer. Yeah. Um, Matt Wilson, I think, is an awesome colorist. So, you know, love the team up. Hopefully it's a Zadarsky thing I like. I do like that it's a little different new series and it would just be two oversized issues. Uh, so not a huge commitment on, you know, reading through this story. Um, so something to be excited for. Let's just have that. Okay. <laughs> well, we said it'd be a quick one and uh, now we're done. Well, good. I love these. Well, next week we will read a bit more. Uh, I just saw an email come through that that Comixology has just charged me for something. So something came out, comes out this week. I'm not quite certain what it is. If you give me one second, I will tell you. Uh, did I get something? Did I get a, a, a threat as well? I don't. I have no threats in them, but it's possible. Well, I was charged nine dollars and sixty seven cents, but it doesn't tell me what I bought. So I, I hate. I hate how they do that. Although you know, I was looking at my recent downloads and saw Ascender one in there. Is it? Isn't it about time for Ascender two to come out? I was just thinking that. Maybe that's what I was charged for. Well, that would be cool. We can only hope. 
All right. Well, find out next week on uh, okay. Too Many Comics. Uh, you know what, though? I'm going to go ahead and just tell you that uh, tomorrow coming out is Spencer and Locke 2, number 2. Okay. Perfect. Ascendant number 2. All right. Catwoman Annual number 1. Okay. And the conclusion of Heroes in Crisis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got charged for a few things. So there you go. Perfect. You're, luckily, I can search my email. It's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful thing. <laughs> anyway, that was great. All right. Well, hit us up at TooManyComics.com. Find us online. We uh, Even if we don't read a whole bunch, we uh, want to talk a lot of comics. I've been reading too many comics.